so there is something going on now. The clothes I bought, the friends I got, my teacher had a meltdown. Then I look at me and I start to see. Hey, Six Ad Film Club. Welcome back to another episode of Six Ad Film Club, your favorite 90s and 2000s film and pop culture podcast. I am joined by Sad. Oh, I'm sorry. I am the S. Shannon. I'm sorry. I'm the S. No, don't sleeping. be sorry. Uh, a writer and artist living in Houston, Texas. I'm the A. Anna Laurie, an actress living in Los Angeles, California. And I'm the D, Dominique, a DJ and model living in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. How is everyone doing today? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, this is a weird taping day for us, but I'm doing great. I uh, just had a kale Caesar from Sweet Green. It was amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, not much going on with me. I think uh, for what I've been watching this week, I did see Alana's new movie, um, false positive <laughs> i cannot tell you what happened because i don't know myself what happened um we've both been watching the same movies this week Shelley. okay do you- i watched that too okay yeah, oh my <laughs> god all three of us okay okay well uh i would really like to hear what happened what do y'all think happened uh i do remember the tiny baby <laughs> the keychain sized baby uh yeah. how are how are you annie and what have you been watching <laughs> well that okay that um, I watched quite quickly Cruel Summer. I don't think I said that last time, right? Um, that's no, a series so. on Hulu, which I really liked the storytelling devices on that. So maybe give it a watch if mm-hmm. you're into like, okay. what's up? Um, yeah, and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched False Positive and was also like, what the fuck was this? Um, <laughs> how about you, Dom? I, um... You know, I'm doing better after watching the movies that we will be discussing um, for our next couple of episodes. Um, Jalilo. Yeah, it's Jalilo. Um, <laughs> we're still prideful over here at Six Ad Film Club, even though June is over. But yes, it is Jalilo. Um, we are celebrating Lindsay Lohan's birthday today, actually. Um, and also, Nuh-uh. yeah, it's her birthday today. Oh, shit. Yes. Yes. Happy birthday, Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Happy birthday, okay. We'll put up a post today. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then also, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I had a weird, I had sort of a weird day. Um, I almost had to cuss out my doctor, um, my doctor's office for just like some stupid shit. But yeah, after watching the movies, uh, for the next couple of episodes we're going to be doing, I, I'm in a much better mood. Um, and honestly, I forgot that I watched False Positive because I was just so like blown away by Zola. Yes, like, uh, Zola. it was so good. I had a really good time in the theater watching it. Um, I saw Zola too, and actually, I reread the thread, the Twitter thread yesterday. They cut out a lot of things. They did, and added in a lot of stuff. And added in a lot of things. Um, I enjoyed the directing. I think everyone did a really good job acting, but it, there were some parts where like um, the action, because Zola is just there annoyed, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of action moving or something like that. Or like maybe like the suspense wasn't carried all the way through, something like that. But the scary parts were scary. Uh, sex work is real work. Um, sex trafficking you know, is scary. Like, 
Horrific, horrific. Yeah. And I actually, I actually really feel bad for um, the the original girl who did all that stuff. I, I mean, I don't have sympathy for her because she tried to make Zola do it too. But like for her, her specific situation, I feel awful for that girl. Yeah, I, I, I see her as a victim and a perpetrator. Yes, and I love that. You know, I was reading something that James Franco was supposed to direct that movie first, and it would have been a totally different movie yeah. um and there were articles talking about how you know only a black female director could give that much uh power and respect to zola's story um there were so many subtle things that i picked that up james franco would not have done no yeah that i thoroughly enjoyed in the theater yeah. um watching it and um i don't know about you but the the beginning of the film is Loved what, it. You're falling in love like the yes. time sounds. The yeah. sounds, the the intro, the like hair, the makeup uh, montage, like all of it. I I really enjoyed it. And I'm gonna go see it again this weekend, probably yeah, by myself. Twice. And then yeah, I think I'm gonna see it a third time with Crystal and Lydia. Oh hell yeah. 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 Taylor, and then Taylor? honestly, if you want to go again, Shannon, I'm yes. <laughs> like I'm down to see it a fourth time. Taylor Page, the actress that plays Zola, gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I love her nose freckle. Um, yes. And I love T.S. Madison's prayer. And uh, Riley Keough is great, <laughs> Riley Keough is great. <laughs> yes, I, I think that Taylor really got the facial expressions down. Yes. And I actually watched, yes, and I watched an interview with uh, Zola. I think it was like a, forgot the lady's name. Zola's cool uh, as hell too. She was in she's a salon so cool. video. I followed yes. her. Yeah. Yeah, I love her. And she was just talking about, like, she felt like she was watching, like, an autobiography, like, watching Taylor's performance. Because uh, she was saying, like, she's very expressive and she, like, talks with her face. And so watching Taylor really just, like, embody her uh, was great. And I was like, yeah, no, I was really loving the acting she was doing with her face. Um, yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I gave it a five on letterboxed and hearted it so yeah i gotta it, get into letterboxed more yeah. homework <laughs> <laughs> who, who directed it who directed it jacinta bravo excuse me i'm oh, sorry janixa janixa bravo beautiful direction beautiful cinematography a24 of course so you know you're gonna get that um great use of music like especially mm -hmm. when they were making it suspenseful um and i love the car scene too when they were singing i think that was it gucci they yeah, yeah uh, Hannah Montana, whatever. Yeah, I had a lot of That was yeah. chaotic. So, <laughs> chaotic. Uh, okay, let's talk about something completely different than Street. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's it's literally a Disney movie. Uh, <laughs> made for TV. <laughs> made for TV Disney movie. Um, arguably kind of a forgettable Disney movie, like besides the outfits. You think so? Am I wrong in saying that? Like the the, the plot of, oh, I'm alone in this. Look at the faces. <laughs> I am alone in this. Um, I think, well, I, I remember this movie, but I don't Wait, think Wait, have we of, said it? Have we said the name? Oh, I'm still teasing. Oh, okay. I, I think a lot of other people don't remember it. And I remember it because of the outfits and because I'm a Lindsay Lohan stan. Um, but do you think a lot of people remember this movie? Like if you just said it, would they know it? Like they would know High School Musical or um, uh, and that's not fair because uh, that's a franchise, isn't it? Um, I feel like it. Or like Xenon, like would they know it like that? Lindsay Lohan is like one of the most, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you're a fan of Lindsay Lohan, absolutely yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but like, Lindsay Lohan raised me and my brother. Um, right? She's like our third parent, basically. 
So like this movie was really cool for us because we both were really into spy stuff and like we both like wanted to be spies. So like not only was this movie super cool because like uh, Lindsay Lohan from The Parent Trap, um, the outfits are fucking awesome, but also like these kids are spies, like Mm -hmm. cool. And upon rewatching it, I kind of realized that this is a clueless for kids. Ooh, yeah, no, because they're like, because the tagline get a clue, like, yeah, yeah, but also like Lindsay Lohan's character and Brenda's, Brenda Song's character, they're both like little baby shares. They are. Yeah, yeah they are. Brenda's definitely, uh, like, a Brenda's Dion. more share. Brenda's more oh, okay. share. And I think Lindsay's more Dion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the movie is Get a Clue. I'm sorry, guys, for teasing that so oh, long. Yeah. Get a Clue. <laughs> um, and it is about uh, Lindsay, Lohan char- Lindsay Lohan's character is like super stylish and she works really hard. She works really hard, but she's kind of uh, a lot of, she works with, she wants to be a, uh, excuse me, a reporter. And a lot of people like kind of brush her as like, you know, she's just a gossip reporter. They kind of like downplay her a lot, but she works. She works hard, and um, she gets involved with uh, the editor of her school newspaper, and they start to look for their missing teacher. So it becomes a mystery with amazing outfits. Um, yeah, and also the names are Lexi, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan is Lexi, Lindsay Lexi, and then Brenda Song is. Jennifer Brengen. I don't know if that was on purpose. <laughs> but okay, Annie, let's talk stats. Tell us the stats. 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 Thank you, Don. I was like, wait, we're going to get his stats in there. Um, yeah. Uh, get a clue, which let us know if you think this is forgettable. It's dark. It's Please a dark movie. It is dark. <laughs> like, I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, Disney. <laughs> No, it was really suspenseful for me as a kid. Like I remember seeing the trailer for it and they have that scene where Lindsay Lohan is like stuck on the thing and those like that air shit is coming out or whatever. Like when they're in that like basement thing. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The pipes. For, when the yeah, pipes, the pipes, the pipes. Uh, when the pipes are blowing or whatever and she's stuck and she's like, oh my God. I remember watching that in the trailer and being like, oh, is Lindsay gonna get out? Like, is she gonna, is she gonna make it? Um, because you know, when, when you're a kid, you don't, you don't know shit. It was um, a movie. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, this movie is insane. Um, it came out in 2002, which honestly, that was a lot later than I was placing in my memory. I don't know about y'all. Um, yeah, I was 11. Yeah, maybe earlier. Yeah. Uh, it was, hmm? I was 11, I was just saying. Oh. <laughs> Nobody asked me, but I was saying. <laughs> um, I was 12. Hey. <laughs> Tom was two. He wasn't good yet. Yeah, I was, I, <laughs> it was negative five. <laughs> I was actually in second grade. Thank you very much. I like that this is a bit. Um, hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I totally enjoy this. It was directed by Maggie Greenwald, uh, written by Alana Sanko, uh, and produced by, or the production company was Flagstaff Pictures. I could not find Z Budget or and obviously it didn't like gross anything because it was a Disney Channel original movie, which is nuts mm-hmm. too. Um, do they yeah. even make those anymore? Um, these are questions. Uh, they do. The Descendants or whatever. The Descendants. Those don't come out of theaters, right? Um, really? They they still make. Oh, they still they're still making. Yeah, them. my kid, my uh, the kids I work with love the Descendants. We watched all three of them. Yeah, my oh, niece wow. loves it. She was yeah. one of the girls for Halloween. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Ursula's daughter is black. Ooh. And she raps a little bit. <laughs> I know, she that's braids. right. She has braids. <laughs> I know, that's right. Hey. Um, I don't know what this is. Um, <laughs> it was, it's, yeah. it's for kids. <laughs> kids, 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 kids. Yeah, that's Nickelodeon. Um, it was starring Lilo. Happy birthday, Lindsay Lohan. Um, again, as Lexi Gold. Bug Hall. His name is actually Bug. That's cute. Uh, as, Jack, as Jack Downey. Huh? Alfalfa. Oh, my God. Is that what it is from? Yes, that's Alfalfa. Oh my gosh! Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Just, uh, what is that movie called? Little Little Rascals. Little Rascals is iconic because can you? I've watched the uh, the bloopers. <laughs> with us. I watched the bloopers and like they're kids, like they're, they're little kids, and like so having to like make them film a whole movie. Like even Mary Kate and Ashley were like distracted in the bloopers, like they're like staring at the camera, like all of them. But it's they're really cute. I love that. I love Little Rascals. Iconic uh, piece of cinema right there. Oh my gosh! I'm, I'm in literal shock right now because I did not know that. Realize that uh, that was awful. No, yeah. and I knew he looked familiar, but I just could not like get past how ugly his hair was. Um, no. So I was just so distracted by that that I didn't even make that connection. But oh my god, he has the same exact face. He's just like older. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Um. Brenda Song as Jennifer, like we said, and Al, uh, oh, I can't read my handwriting. Muradam, I think. It's either a K or an R. So, um, <laughs> in the middle of his name as Gabe. Um, okay. And also, Ian Gomez was Mr. Miller. Ian Gomez was in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Mm. Um, <laughs> Mr. Miller's the dad? No, he's the teacher that goes missing. Mr. Walker? Mr. Walker. Okay. Was the guy's like last name? Where they're always like, Mr. Walker, Mr. Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Mr. Yeah. Um, let's see. As far I tried to find like fun and that's Mr. Sheffield, right? That's Mr. Sheffield, Sheffield from the nanny. Oh yes, the okay. um, the, 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 the guy. Yeah, he the plays detective. He plays evil in another Disney movie too about like the mom. Vampires. Yeah, the mom beats a vampire. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Um. Wow, we could devote this whole podcast to Disney Channel original. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's a bug on me. Um, so, like, as far as TV goes, because I was like, I'll do TV related like facts about 2002. Uh, the Osbournes and the Anna Nicole Smith show Ooh. aired that year. Um, rest in peace to Anna Nicole Smith. Yes, my dear yourself. I know, right? R.I.P. Um, oh, you're singing Nicki Minaj. <laughs> 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 that took me a second. Uh, I, was like, I was like, maybe she'll get it when she listens. But back. he means it. He means it, though. He means it. But also, but yeah, also I also wrote. mean it. I also um, mean it. So did Nicki. Yes. Mm -hmm. Insert Nicki. Her. Yeah. Our um, <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller and Freddie Prince Jr. got married. Sarah Michelle Geller. AKA Buffy. Hopefully everyone oh, knows. Yes. AKA Daphne and Freddie. And they're still married. Like. They are. Yes. True love, true love. Buffy don't play. Exist. Yes, that's beautiful. No. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad she moved on from Angel. They were really dating? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. no. You know, I I've always been, like, like, I've always in liked the universe, Spike. So. Okay, okay. I always liked Spike, but then he did that unforgivable thing in like season five. Which... Wait, wait, wait. I'm still on season Okay, well, he does something unforgivable. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't remember from my childhood what he did, oh, no, but okay. it's like gonna be a surprise for me. Okay. okay. Same actually. I'm sitting here like, what? Um uh it's Lilo's last con contracted movie with Disney from her original contract. It was this one, Parent Trap, and Life Size, actually. She had three movies that she had to do with them um, when she was a kid. And then wow. also the first camera phone came out that year. Ooh. Isn't that crazy? This movie would have been so different with camera phones. So like a flip phone camera. Yes, exactly. Love Cute. that. I remember Maybe my mom's know. first flip phone. It was a singular, which was AT&T before AT&T was AT&T. Singular. Yeah, singular. And it had the little Actually. orange man. Do you yes. remember the little orange man with that? The, like, yes, I do remember him. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Retro. I know. Super retro. I used to take selfies on that camera. Before they were called selfies, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause she had it where you could like open the camera and then close the phone and it had like the screen on the outside. I don't know if this was like the original 2002, like Love first that. camera phone, but this was like around that time. Um, and I was like always taking pictures of myself when I had my braces <laughs> and stuff. It's wow. so cute, yeah. Wow. Anyways, back to the movie. Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, that, that's about me. <laughs> yeah, that's all I have for stats. Um, audience, if you have any fun facts or anything about, get a clue or like what, where, what you know, like what you like about the movie or where you were, what you were doing back then, let us know. Yeah. Um. Well, I do want to know uh, where were you when you first saw it. That is a good question. Where were you when you first saw it? Uh, should I go first? Or yeah, I mean, of course I saw this on Disney. Uh, I was a big Lindsay fan, absolutely after his Parent Trap or Youngest movie. Yeah, after absolutely after Parent Trap, I was a big Lindsay Lohan fan, so I was gonna watch it. And of course, they dressed amazing. They were really giving us. Um, I can't wait to hear what research you got on the fashion um, about why they went off, why they went so hard. They did not have to go that hard with it because they're like, <laughs> like look, they look like. Like they're wearing sax pop coats or like <laughs> even the extras. The extras are dressed up too. Mm -hmm. um, that montage where they're wearing all the outfits, like they gave us, I'm sure, a designer for 2001 and 2002. Um, but yeah, I loved it. You know, um, saw it, tune it at seven, uh, eight central. How does it work? <laughs> seven, eight central, yeah. Yes, I was there. I was accounted for. Um, cause once you miss the movie, you might not see it again. So yeah. I was there present on the couch where I was, where I was called to be. Yeah. They uh, would usually do like the, like uh, the <laughs> premiere and then they would have like an encore. Yes. Episode they, or movie afterwards. Yeah. Then you might wait, wait weeks to see it again. So mm -hmm. yeah, I was definitely there present on opening night. What about you, Dom? I remember watching this in my grandma's house, um, for the premiere. Cause you know, they used to play those trailers, like between every show, before every show, after every show. So like you knew when a Disney Channel movie was like about to come out, premiering, like all that jazz. And like, I was like a Disney kid. I was obsessed with Disney. Yeah. Um, so I was definitely front and center for this film when it was, when it came out. And yeah, just like you said, the outfits were amazing. I just remember being so like inspired by all of the outfits and like at the time, like boys clothing was so boring. I just remember wearing a bunch of like t-shirts and like denim shorts that were like too long and too baggy and like seeing this movie and wanting to dress, like wanting so badly to dress cool like them. Um, but you know, the options just really weren't available yeah. for, yeah. for husky boys like me um, <laughs> when I was in elementary school. So 
watching the movie now, it's it's funny because I'm like, oh my god, this some of these outfits look like stuff like similar things to stuff that I wear nowadays. Um, yes, so the like, all black, the all black women. Yes, all yes. I know yes. Oh, oh, for sure. And the sunglasses, all of those sunglasses. I even used to have this really uh, badass like light pink coat that kind of looks similar to the hot pink coat that um, Lindsay's wearing in the film. So. Yeah, I'm like, damn, I was inspired by this shit. And I guess it had a lasting effect um, even in into adulthood. But yeah, what about you, Annie? I too was on the, or no, I wasn't on the couch. I, when I was 12, I was allowed to have a TV in my room. And oh, TV shit. Room, so I remember watching this in my leopard print room. Nice. Hell yes. <laughs> I'm jealous. I said, oh, hell yes, I'm jealous. Yes. Um, I don't really remember much beyond that though, but I remember just like yeah, I know it's just vibes, but like (laughs) (laughs) I do have this vivid memory though, like I still haven't healed from this trauma. Um, whenever the (laughs) Cheetah Girls premiered, and I was also Mm. at my grandma's house for for this premiere, and I remember my dad came to pick me and my brother up, and I was not ready to go. I was trying to distract him, I was trying to like get him to like talk to my grandma for hours because like the movie had just came on and he was like, all right, I'm ready to go. And I'm like, dad, I'm not like the <laughs> cheetah girls is on. He was like, it'll come on again. And I'm like, you don't <laughs> understand how important this is to me because it's like, I was obsessed with three LW. Like I yeah. had the physical CD, which back then was hard to find because three LW was really big for their singles. But uh, like their CD wasn't that easy to find. Like you had to really search for it. So I was at Walmart. I was at FYE. I was like looking online. Oh, I ended up, yes, I ended up having to buy it online with my dad's credit card. So I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> the, like the, the remaining members of 3LW are Wait, in did this he movie. Know? Did dad know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would like, I would like earn the money and then use like give it to him and then just use his card like we had like a whole system thing going um but i used to buy a lot of cds online because like i I was a big fan of christina million too and her cd wasn't like readily available at stores like that either um because she wasn't like super famous at the time um but yeah i was like you don't understand like this is 2lw raven simone and this white girl who can dance like a black girl i i need yes i need to see this movie dad like you this is like a monumental for me and like as a kid it's like the biggest thing in the world you know yeah. so i missed the premiere and i don't remember the next time that it came on but it was a it was a long time afterwards that i finally saw this movie um no. so i'm i mean i still have some animosity towards him for that I, I i never got over it even though he bought me the soundtrack but um yeah my feelings were hurt you guys parents they don't hurt. understand they don't they don't, they don't. And I'm sure if I brought this up to him today, he'd be like, that didn't happen. I don't remember that. Well, just be like, gaslighting, gaslighting. Yes. <laughs> like, this is like the Super Bowl to me. Maybe then they'd understand. But thank you. Okay. Because anytime there's a fucking football game on, guess who's at the dinner table Nobody on can his say phone? Nothing. Yeah. Yes, guess who's on the dinner table at his phone at a fancy ass restaurant? My father. <laughs> my father. Call me Megan McCain. Call oh, me Megan McCain because my father. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, like when we went out to dinner for my brother's birthday, this man is on his phone with his uh, AirPods in, watching the fucking football game. No, sir, I saw that car this sir, weekend. Sir. Yeah, I'm like, sir, we are at a family dinner. How how often do you get all the all of us together for a nice dinner, and you you sitting here on your phone watching some goddamn football, watching some fucking men <laughs> throw some balls around, tackle each other, 
I don't know. Seems sus to me, dude. Seems he, sus to me. He sounds like an iPad baby. You know how they just set him up? <laughs> basically, it's, it's basically my dad on his phone watching football, my niece on her iPad watching kids YouTube. Yeah. And then me, <laughs> me sitting there just like trying to be a good son and engage and talk and communicate. Um, hmm. But yeah. <laughs> Get a clue. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, well, that's my life story, you guys. Um, thanks for listening. I forgot about the blonde cheetah girl till you submitted. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, it's Dorinda. Dorinda, yeah. She had a hard life. She, she hard did. Life. She she was adopted, you guys. Or yeah. no, she lived in a um <gasps> and you know what connection yes, and you know what connection I just made? Her foster mom was one of the teachers in this movie. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Miss uh, Stern? Uh, oh, yeah. There's yeah. only one black teacher. She's a black Yeah, I was going to say the black teacher who has the okay, pink, okay. um, like the pink uh, Miss suit Stern. at the end. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's Dorinda's foster mom. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Great. Okay. Uh, drop us a line at sixsidefilmclub at gmail.com at sixsidefilmclub on Instagram and Twitter and tell us your first impressions of Get a Clue. Was it memorable to you besides the outfits? Because <laughs> nobody said anything about the plot yet. So I <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of touched on the spy stuff a little bit. Okay, okay, yeah. no, it was cool. They had no other spy movies that were Disney Channel original movies that I can think of off, the, off my top of my head as, uh, of course as soon as we stop recording i'm, I'm gonna think of like five of them but uh <laughs> i mean there were spy kids but that wasn't disney that, was that like wasn't an movie. original yeah, yeah 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 um let's take a break and we'll, we'll be back with the movie recap and dion davin's report okay so let's into this recap um we start off in nyc for it I'm noticing a lot of these movies are with them waking up. So she's waking up in her, they not a penthouse, but they live in an apartment where they own the whole floor uh, in the Lower East Side. Um, you know, bougie, but she- <laughs> Rich bitch shit. But she tries to be relatable. She does not try to be, it's not like, she's not uh, trying to be rude or, um, condescending to anyone who's not wealthy. She really tries. And I think she doesn't know that she doesn't know her privilege, if that makes sense. Cause like at some point she's trying to like relate to Jack um, and doesn't realize that he hasn't done the same thing. She's a little ignorant there about mm -hmm. naive about, you know, her privilege. She was um, like, what's your favorite island in Hawaii? He's like, he's like I haven't left I've, bitch, you think I've been this island. Although Brooklyn's not an island, is it? But I haven't <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I haven't left this tri-state area, okay? Um, her room is amazing. She's got a laid-out outfit. She calls Jennifer right away on these, like, walkie-talkie Britney Spears headphones, free Britney. Um, and they they video chat, which that is very high-tech. I don't know if we had that. That was made up. We didn't have that. Like, we never got Cher's computer closet. We never got that. We're no. still waiting on technology to develop, to develop that. <laughs> we want it. Where is it? Um, yeah, the video chat, and they'll talk about their outfits for the day. Family breakfast. I personally hate this trope of families eating breakfast together <laughs> in the day in the daylight because that is very not. 
um, and is right. Your morning is like 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, no? for school especially. Like I'm getting ready and the sun's still not up. Yeah, y'all have time um, to sit down and have a plate and someone no, serves you? No. No. Yeah, and all eat together? I don't think I've ever had a family breakfast outside of the weekend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like that was common for the weekends, but as far as like right before school, like that would be nah. weird. You're shoveling yeah, a bowl of cereal. Yeah. No pancakes, bacon, eggs. No, I'm not pleasant to be around in the morning, or I wasn't in high school or middle school. Yeah. I'm more of a morning person now, but back then I was like, don't talk to me, don't look at me. I don't want to be awake Until right I now. I my Cheerios. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so the dad is a reporter uh and she wants to be one too the mom is mysteriously leaving for a week i don't know why that was really why i have the mom at all i don't know uh the dad's home alone with two daughters and it's not an annoying little brother it's an annoying little sister in this one even though she's really not that annoying but lex hate lex hates her Lindsay lohan does not vibe with her um I thought that the little sister grew, grows up to be Kate McKinnon. Mm, oh, in in what movie? Or just her in Ghostbusters? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, go ahead. So she used her sister's spy equipment to take this picture of her two teachers who are having who are having an affair, and that's and she wrote this article about it, and now it's in the real paper, in the adult paper, um, and her dad's really proud. Uh, now we get this school fashion montage of what everybody's wearing to school. I spotted a, cro a crocodile-shaped bag, not not material bag. Um, something that looked like a sax pot coat, like the fur trim and the, uh, the latex. It looked very uh, TikTok. They looked like you know, fashiony TikTok people. Um, Lexi's very popular. Everybody's saying hi to her at school, and they are really excited about her scandalous article, even though she wrote about two teachers who are at the school. Um, and they never really comment on, hey, that's our business. Why did you, like in the New York paper, why are they talking about <laughs> these two teachers? That's kind of that's their, their business. Um, it's not illegal to date another teacher. That is not, they're adults. <laughs> they're adults. <laughs> but also, wasn't it so like scandalous and dramatic? Like, did y'all ever have those situations where like two teachers were like, together at, at y'all school and it was like a big deal because like I mean uh, as a kid what else do you have going on in your life well, <laughs> yes me and Annie studied abroad in Paris and our two professors were like both married I think but also like canoodling Ooh, <laughs> um, and that was the last year of that program I don't think they've brought uh, it back since uh, <laughs> they, brought I love it back? That. they totally canceled it after they, that year I don't know if they brought it back since then but and now COVID so who knows uh, but that's well, my, college, and they were married, and it wasn't in like the French newspaper or the Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went to a high school where it was very common for teachers and um, coaches to have relationships with students, and it was kind of like a weird thing where like some of the parents were okay with it. Like, for example, there was like a, a football coach who was also a math teacher who was dating a cheerleader who I think they started dating when she was a junior and like her parents were cool with it. And like the school like knew, but like they weren't, they didn't really do too much at school, like give it away too much at school. 
But as soon as she turned 18 and graduated from high school, they got married and like, it was like a big thing. He left the school to go teach somewhere else. It was like a whole situation. Um, then there was like a lesbian coach who started dating a freshman, this like freshman girl. Um, and at the time, none of us really thought it was like that weird just because like the teacher was like, had just graduated, I think had just graduated college and just started teaching. Oh, and like young too. The, okay. the freshman was like uh, really mature for her age. And they were like together when, after she graduated too, but it was just, it was a weird thing. But I just remember like that being so scandalous and talk of the townie and like, yeah. This yeah. is Katie? N Katie? This is Katie, Texas? This is Cypress, uh, Texas? No ma'am, this is Friendswood. This is Friendswood, Texas? Yeah, this is Friendswood, Texas, where shit like that definitely goes down. Ew. Yeah. I could tell you a million stories about all the teachers that have taught at that school because <laughs> they're scandalous. But um, we're talking about Get a Clue, so I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, but, but yeah, there's plenty more stories where that one came from. <laughs> right. Well, that's pretty dark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these are two consenting adults who have <laughs> <laughs> They're both over the age of 30, I assume, and they like each other. That is perfectly fine. Um, uh, the, the, there's Miss Stern, who wants to talk to uh, Mr. Walker, the, the male teacher, about this. She's very upset about it. This is the woman who adopted uh, Dorinda and <laughs> two <laughs> girls. Um, and then the editor of the school paper, Jack Alfalfa, Alfalfa um, calls her a gossip columnist. So he kind of like reduces her right away. He kind of doesn't like her. Like he paints her off as like a rich girl who doesn't know what she's doing. Although she's like working, she works. Like I don't get where he, whatever, they get together, it's fine. Um, but she stands up for herself and uh, she is the advice columnist at the school paper, which sounds like a very fun job. Um, the teacher of the school paper compliments her. Jack belittles her again. He He's to used checked. to Darla, who like. He's used to Darla. Darla was like, good. what is she Not to lift do? a finger ever. I want to watch that again. <laughs> that is such a beautiful movie. It's so funny. I that was so stupid. I'm I also sorry. really like Kindergarten Cop. I like Kid Cast. And I feel like we haven't had a Kid Cast movie in a while. Um, We'll see, you know, as long as like all the kids are treated fairly, because I know it is hard to, to work them, uh, special laws and all that. But uh, as long as the kids are, are like, you know, treated properly, I would like to see a kid cast movie again, because they're yeah. funny, kids are funny. They are funny. <laughs> but honestly, like the older I get, the more I like realize how dark Hollywood is and how yeah. much of a terrible industry it is. Um, so I'm like, maybe, maybe an animated one. Yeah, these are funny. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I love. I love. I hope all those kids, you know, don't have any negative experiences from that. Um, yeah. So, uh, la, la, la. the uh, the two teachers, Mr. Walker and Miss Dawson, are kind of arguing. He's like, he tells her he doesn't love her. He's gonna leave, and she kind of threatens him vaguely. And Lexi is spying on this, and she hears that. Uh, and this is the last time that Mr. Walker is seen. The next day, uh, her dad tells Lexi that uh, Mr. Do Mr. Walker has gone missing. His car was found in a river. They haven't found his body, which means that he drove his car into a river, which I get. Is that like a, you put the brick on the 
on on the thing and you jump out, but how does the brick not stay in the car and they, and they see the brick? You're like, I don't know how that works. Um, yeah, so Lexi goes to school in full funeral garb. Um, and so does Brenda Song, but with like pink accents. <laughs> so like yes, fun. One, so, one of the best looks in the film, yes. I think. She's like fun, but in mourning, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make it fun. The cameras are there. The news are there. Did you have anything to say about like the opening about this very rich school? Like they have like when they're doing the um the school paper, they have their own little like cubicles. Like <laughs> it's that this is a wealthy Lower East Side school. Did you have anything to say about like how how cool they how cool they are? <laughs> Opening I, mean, I, I mean, like watching Disney movies like this growing up definitely gave me um, higher expectations for like high school and, um, you know, just like shenanigans that I would get into in school and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, it was disappointing going to high school yeah. and realizing that like, Oh, coaches you know, dating teachers here. This is not fun. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's not teachers dating teachers. It's teachers dating students. And like, oh, no. We don't have cubicles. We share a fucking dingy ass old ass desk that has writing all over it and like gum underneath it. Yeah. Um, so My textbook doesn't have a cover. Like, yeah. So oh, I'm do you like, remember book covers? Those were fun. I do. I, I love do. Those. Or like I do. Yeah. The like DIY. The, the paper ones. Yeah, I liked. I liked. Oh my god, them. we're such yeah. elder millennials. No, they would. Guys. They would check those books when you turn them back in. Like, is that a scuff? <laughs> oh, my school did not give a fuck. Oh, they didn't give a fuck. That's why they made us. They would. That's why they made us cover them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we would cover them, but sometimes we'd still write in them too. But like, <laughs> at the end of the year, when we were like returning the books and everything. The teachers were like, bitch, I'm gonna get out of here too. I don't give a fuck. Get your shit and get going. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. I also like watching these movies like that are, you know, really old, like pre-internet. It kind of dawned on me how like how do I say this? Like the suspension of belief was just like a given. Like that, like it's like, oh, that's her school. Like, that's a place that exists, even though mm -hmm. it probably didn't exist anywhere, even for the rich kids, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah, really? this is definitely a movie set. Okay, um, yeah. Like, that's cool. little cubicles. <laughs> I love the cubicles. They're oh, so cute. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't on the school somewhere. newspaper. I don't know how they did it, but I assume it was a a long table of computers, and you just get one, not your own individual table with computer and a a clipboard or whatever. We're yeah, we didn't, we didn't have the budget for all that. We did not have the budget. <laughs> no, yes, yes. Um, let's see. Uh, so, uh, Miss Dawson gives the class the news. And, like, I'm surprised that she went to work. Like, if her boyfriend was presumed pres presumed dead, missing. Like, she went to work, she, like, fine. And she continues on with career day. When are um, resilient like that? <laughs> not me. <laughs> not me, baby. I stub my toe. I am at home. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, a detective pulls Lexi out of class, and um, she insults his mustache. And he tells she tells him about, like, the fight that she saw yesterday between the two teachers. Um, and tells him to talk to Miss Dawson. But then she gets like, 
like immediately she regrets that or i don't know if she regrets it i think she's like a, it's another naive thing where she's like oh my god he's gonna think that she did it yeah because you immediately pointed him towards her <laughs> um and gave gave them like the uh the motive um but but anyway so now it's now it's miss dawson's interview and her and jake are eavesdropping in on it um and miss dawson miss dawson is the lead suspect she's i recognize this actress um do you recognize her who do you recognize that woman the miss dawson she's in oh. something else very recognizable i feel like yeah maybe something else disney too okay yeah maybe disney okay it'll come back um so lexi does not think she does it does not think she, that she did it miss dawson but jack does like immediately um and she was she wants to team up with him to team up with him and work on this and find out what happened to mr walker and now we get this beautiful shopping montage where there's at least nine or ten really good outfits we get a lot of good looks Lexi and Jen in the span of like seconds, like they did not care if we saw it or not. <laughs> um, and basically in this, you know, Lexi, they're talking about Jack and how they're going to work together. Jen really wants Lexi and Jack to be together. She likes that for them. And um, she asked, Le Lexi asked her dad for advice on like what to do as a reporter. How do I, what should I look for first? And you know, he tells her to look, look at the background for any weird stuff. And uh, that's where you will get your, uh, that's where you will get your answers from. Did you find it? I found it. So she was in that Netflix show, um, Ratchet. Okay, that, no, I haven't seen that. that. That Ryan Murphy did. Um, and then she was also in um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction? Is she mm -hmm. in anything else, Disney? Um, she, she's in a lot of TV. Yeah, and, she, yeah okay, she's in a lot me, of TV. Okay, get a clue, Miss Dawson. Shannon, she was on Law and Order, so maybe this was <laughs> like no, that's an iconic episode. That okay, no, she's in a Law and Order SVU episode. Thank you, Annie, where she um has like schizophrenia. Exactly, that's Yay. exactly it. And thank you for bringing up Law and Order SVU because my man Jack Alfalfa has a Brooklyn <laughs> accent the whole time. Elliot Stabler is not from Brooklyn. Christopher Maloney, I think he's from the Bronx or something, but they they remind me of each other, right? He's a detective, he's looking for stuff. He's got that uh, uh, no bougie, super New York attitude. He wants a bagel, you know, he seems like that. <laughs> That's the kind of guy he is. And he's giving us that like kind of, it's, it's like, um, I feel like they make private eye movies like that, uh, where they have that kind of accent. I've seen that on Bugs Bunny, maybe. <laughs> or they, or they, yeah, or they sound like that. Um, the 1920s private eyes. He's got that kind of Brooklyn boy type thing going on. Yes, she's from SVU. Thank you. Um, la la. Yes. So the uh, dad does not want her to get involved. So she's immediately going to get involved. <laughs> um, <laughs> she borrows spy gear, or she like looks at her sister's spy gear. Um, but then she goes to a spy shop with Jack and buys her own stuff. But she does get like rear view glasses, walkie talkie wristwatch, you know, that kind of, that kind of stuff that we were excited about in the 2000s. Um, Jen and Gabe shows up. Gabe is super into, super into cameras. Uh, and he lives across from Miss Dawson conveniently so they can spy on Miss Dawson. Um, 
they had a spy meeting all together. Lexi wants to split up and go to Brooklyn to Walker's place. But Brenda Song Jin said, no, right away. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to Brooklyn. Uh, and so Jake has to go with her. She wants to use a car, but they need to go on the subway because it's a there is a game or something. Um, and the streets are going to be too crowded. Uh, and she's never been on the subway. Um, and the Bryn... Jen and uh, Gabe are watching uh, Miss Dawson's house and they see that Mr. Goldblum is at Miss Dawson's house with flowers. I didn't catch who Mr. Goldblum was. Is he? Yeah, I didn't. They're just like, Mr. Goldblum. Like, who? <laughs> uh, I don't think he, I don't think he was the school newspaper teacher or like sponsor. Was he? Was that? Do you I recognize him? I think that was a misdirect. Like, oh. Are they okay. trying to get our attention off? Or I don't know. Okay, well, Luke looks suspicious or something. Problem, and he works at the school. Yeah, um, but he's at Miss Dawson's house with flowers, and they're like talking or whatever. Uh, Jack knows Brooklyn. He knows Mr. Walker's place because Mr. Walker <laughs> promised to write him a recommendation letter. Uh, they see a man in Mr. Walker's coat. And they see Miss Stern coming out of Mr. Walker's place. They look around Mr. Walker's house and uh, she opens up the wardrobe and sees Mr. Sheffield and screams. <laughs> <laughs> and he identifies himself as uh, Detective Mimi. Um, any thoughts on Jack and Lexi first hanging out or you know anything else that we just talked about? <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess my thoughts when watching it was like um you know this is a realization i think a lot of people have when they live in like you know their own little world like a isolated bubble that rich people tend to live in um i i think that it really it, it just added to Lexi's character development throughout the entire film. Like, I don't think she would have become um, like a well-rounded character if it wasn't for him showing her like how the other side lives. And like, you know, most people aren't able to just go take vacations to Hawaii and like yeah. have a favorite, you know, island and shit. Like that's not the reality for most people. Um, you know, I have this ancient computer because I, that's all, I couldn't even afford a computer. Like a teacher gave it to me because, you know, I needed to do yeah, my homework, yeah. you know? I only go to this school because I'm on a scholarship. So, yes. Sorry, um, so yeah, I think it's, you know, I always enjoy the whole um, like, oh, I'm just a poor little rich girl who doesn't know like that not everyone is like living like me, you know? And, uh, Oh my god! I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, it's it's been a long week, you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they made a good. I I I liked the direction that they went with, like what you said, Shannon, about them being like, you know, echoing old real detective movies. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, that was, yeah. was it was very cute, and uh, I part of. What made this movie so appealing back in the day, for sure? Yes, 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 yes. Um, let's see. So, yes, yeah, so, so uh, Detective Meanie, as he's uh, 
identified himself. Why would he choose me? Like, why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he questions both of them about, you know, where is Mr. Walker? What do you know? You know, tell me everything you know. Um, Lexi asks him the time and she sees his watch and notices that that's way too fancy for a good cop to have, a cop to have. Um, salary. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so how long have you been a cop? Because she clocked the suit, the the watch and something else, maybe the shoes, I think. Um, Jack rushes them out of there though before she can start grilling Mr. Meany, which is probably a good idea. Um, and they end up at Jack's house in Brooklyn. His mom's really sweet. Uh, she cooks for them. You know, this is where he tells her that he's on scholarship and um, that his brother is away. That's where we get the thing about Hawaii, that his, that his dad passed away. Um, and there's like bond, like he's being vulnerable for her. Um, and so now they start like going over what they've learned to write. So like, is the detective really the detective? Um, I got an email from Mr. Walker. How did I get this email? Um, it was It was dated four days ago, but sent today. How would a dead man send an email? Um, that's, that's one thing. Well, not the dead man sending the email thing, but the, when they come back together and they're all giving their like, um, you know, they're doing the little regroup or whatever. I do like how, um, Lexi brings a lot of her expertise to the table, but then the guys bring their expertise to the table as well. And it's like, in the beginning, he's not really giving Lexi enough credit. Um, but the more they work together, um, I feel like the better... The, their spike work becomes because it's like, you know, Lexi can clock that his watch is really nice and, you know, his suit is way too fancy for a um, detective salary, but that's not anything that he would have ever been able to just like mm -hmm. look at and um, yeah, like, oh, recognize. Yeah, yeah, he'd be like, oh, he has a watch. Like, cool, everyone has a watch, you know? But it's like, no, that's a watch that not a lot of people can afford. Yeah. So, you know, so it's I think like, they make a really good team. Yeah, you need the street smarts that he provided. Cause like, you know, he was like, oh, it's this way. You're holding the map upside down, all that stuff. <laughs> but also like the, the smarts that she brings, I'm not sure the word for that, but like she has another level of intelligence that he does not have and together they make a good team. Mm -hmm. Like fashionably intelligent. Yeah, she sees a full picture, she understands, mm -hmm. yeah. So they find out that the Mr. Walker, his real name is actually Nicholas. P, I don't remember the last name. I'm not gonna try to say it. Uh, and so the whole crew meets up um, and they're, you know, they're talking about it again. So why did that guy have this jacket? Are, are Miss Stern and Mr. Goldblum in on this? Like, did they have something to do with his disappearance? Um, they find an article. There was a Nicholas P who was a banker. He went missing. He was charged with embezzling $10 million. Um, Lexi, at the next day at school, Lexi, like Jennifer is like trying to talk to Lexi about something. And Lexi is just thinking about Jack. And, you know, oh my God, his life is so hard, you know, but he's a good guy. Like she's thinking about that. Um, and Jack walks, walks up, slow motion. He's got the mom's address, the uh, Nick, uh, Mr. Walker's mom's. Um, so he and Lexi go there after school. And Mr. Walker is there. He lets them in. You know, he's like, I was framed. Somebody took the $10 million from an account and added it to my bank account, got me in trouble, and then took all the money out before I could give it back. Um, so I, you know, faked my own death to avoid <laughs> to avoid this. 
Uh, and, you know, I got blackmailed and they told me if I don't pay, they're going to like, if, if I don't pay, you know, something's going to happen to my girlfriend. So, you know, that's why you tried to break up with her. Um, and the sister uses spy magic to process a note they got and they it says that they need to meet at this hotel tomorrow at two um and this is where we get this really nice all black walking scene where they're dressed in all black sunglasses of course um and i think this is a good place to stop for dion davin's report yeah All right, guys, welcome back to Dion Davin's report. Uh, today we're gonna be talking about the costume design for Clueless for Kids, AKA Get a Clue. <laughs> um, the costume designer was- Oh my Jolie. God, Get a Clueless. Get yeah. a Clueless, get a Clueless, girl. <laughs> get Clueless, yeah. Hey, we could, oh, let's write a song. Get Clueless, get Clueless, mm. yeah. Okay, we're gonna shell that for now. It's about um, poppers. <laughs> it's about poppers, yeah. Jal jalapeno poppers. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, if you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the costume designer for Get a Clue was Jolie Anna Andretta. Um, she's from Santa Barbara, California. Um, in an interview that she did with The Storage Life, um, she explains that she was introduced to the business um, by cinematographer and childhood friend. I'm going to picture the same, so I apologize in advance. Josh Bleib Trey. Bleep true, bleep true, bleep tray, something like that. B L I E B T R E U. Whatever your last name is, that's who you are. Um, she initially kind of had trouble getting work in the industry because she didn't really have any credits yet. Um, but then she started working in the industry and um, she did this film, which after doing some research and kind of um, looking at some of the other work that she's done personally i think get a clue is some of her best work um i enjoy these outfits the most out of her whole um you know all of out of all the projects she's worked on um she's really known for her work on numbers that television mm -hmm. show right. yeah. um did you guys ever watch that show i haven't seen it okay. no but i had like friends whose parents did <laughs> you know. Same, same. Yeah. I have friends whose parents did either. I don't know if I know anyone in my age range who. Uh, what was it? What was it? What was numbers about? Is uh. <laughs> yeah, numbers. Do they vanish? Do they? Is it like a Armageddon? Like or not, um? I think they're solving um like cases with yeah. okay. math problems. Um, which numbers. I I had to watch an episode for one of my uh, classes. I think in high school or something. And I mean, it was an interesting show. It just wasn't anything that, you know, I could really get into. I need drama and costumes and like, just, I need camp and dark humor. I need like all the shit that I wasn't getting from numbers. Um, but I think she's really famous for the work that she's done on Suits. Ooh. Um, oh. Yes, that really popular show that had Meghan Markle on it. Yes. Yeah. So when I was What's researching, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when I was researching her, um, you know, I, a lot of the information that I found was um, about her work on Suits. Um, I didn't really find a lot of 
sources that talked about her um, work in Get a Clue. Hmm. Yeah, cowards. So yeah, I didn't find too much information about um, her work on Get a Clue, but as we've kind of been discussing throughout this whole episode, um, all of the costume um, design that she did for this film, not just for the four main characters, um, even the kids at school, like it was so good. Um, and I, I really enjoyed like the like funky prints and um, like all like the cherry pants that Lindsay has on. I think Brenda Song has like a lip uh, tank at one point. Um, I love Brenda Song's hair with the funky colors and um, you know, when she had like the little buns. Um, I just so thought, cute. yeah, it was just so cute. And it was so age appropriate as well. Um, even that scene uh, when they're in mourning and they're walking down the hall in their black outfits, it was so chic, but also still like so age appropriate for them. And, yeah. you know, I really enjoy when we have young women who look like young women. Um, and yeah, you know, this movie really gave what it was supposed to give with the costume design. So, um, you know, I want to know, like, what were y'all's favorite outfits from the film? Mm, okay. I'll go first. Uh, you're right. They get to be preteens. I guess they're, like, probably, like, 14. Maybe. But, like, um, I've been reading that, like, preteens, like, we don't really get to have those anymore. Like, they have to go from, like, being a kid to being a teen nowadays. Right. So I loved being a preteen. Um, and this movie definitely gave me, like, outfit inspo. Like, they're very cute um, and fashionable. Uh, without being like forced to be sexy or whatever they wanted, they want people to be now when they're not old enough for that. Um, but my favorite outfits, there are so many. I really like Lindsay has like this baby blue skirt with sequins on it. They're big circle sequins when in one of the shopping montages. Um, and then I also really like her all black number, Lindsay's, with uh, the black sunglasses, the black leather. Uh, like a uh, knee length coat. Yes. Um, it was almost giving right the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, it was giving the Matrix. Um, I love that one. Let's see if I can think of it. I actually really like the the moms, the Mr. Walker's moms. Uh, <laughs> green coat. Oh, it's a leopard. It's a green coat with a leopard collar. Uh, I see yes. you going thrifting with and her. And I was looking for that, and it actually Lazy Oaf has a version of it, <laughs> um, an exact version of it. So she's ahead of her time. Like, she's fashionable, uh, that woman. True. Um, what do you think, Annie? What stood out to you? I love that you found <laughs> an like, exact that. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, <clears throat> I, I mean, duh, yeah. I remember like saying like out loud, like, ooh, look at these outfits, like with the all black ensembles, of course. Um, but at the top of the movie, does she have something on with a lot of hot pink? Yes, it's the I one think, with the fur coat, right? Yeah, I think I like that one the best. It's just like so extra. Yeah, and that's the <laughs> one that she's wearing, uh, the cherry pants. Yeah. The cherry pants, I forgot. The yeah, the cherry pants, so I was gonna talk about this, yeah. There's a million outfits in this movie. Mm -hmm. They the the, the and all of them good. There. Yeah, no no yeah. wasted outfits there. Yeah, and Brenda's song when she's with Gabe, like spying on the teacher, she has like this little like fringe purse, and not that it's like my favorite, not fringe, but it's like it's got little maybe it is fringe. I don't know the right word for it. 
Um, and I was just like, that's something I a, would have had back then. And I still kind of want that now. She turned it. <laughs> she turned that's it. All. She looks so <laughs> Um, So I think the one that is like, and I, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I do love the Matrix um, inspired mm -hmm. all black look that we see all four like main characters in. Um, love that one. Also, Alfalfa looks good. Alfalfa yeah. looks good. He looks nice. Yeah. I also love the all black morning outfits that we <laughs> see Lindsay Lohan and Brenda Song in. Um, also love the hot pink number that we get. Um, the butterfly dress at the end was really cute too. Mm -hmm. um, there wasn't one outfit in this film that I didn't like. Um, this is another one of those films that I think the costume design is just really like, I'm not gonna say perfect, but right up there with it. Um, it's present. It's definitely the most memorable thing for me. And although I really do like that this is a mystery movie, that is a genre that uh, that I like, that we don't really get to see explored by kids you know, that often. It's yeah. usually adults who have to do mystery. So I do like that as well. And the spice stuff, I love that element as well. Yes. Um, and I just wanted to say one more skirt. Brenda had a lime green sequin skirt that I remember that was really cute. Yes. <laughs> Her yes. hairstyles are great too. Mm -hmm. They're amazing. I I feel like, I don't know if, I feel like y'all will agree with me. Like this movie and like this era and like didn't, wasn't Lizzie McGuire on the air back it's then? It's a little Lizzie McGuire. It's a little Raven yeah. as well. Cause Raven gave a look. Yes. <laughs> Raven gave Always a look. Always did. She owned yes. the 2000s. Yeah. But what you said about the preteen style, like, Th yeah. These outfits were actually cute, whereas, and I hate to just feel it, I, I probably sound like I'm just an old person ragging on stuff nowadays, but like the outfits are not as good on shows now for no. like people. Oh, no, they're not doing it's this. kind of like crazy to be crazy. Like they're, they're not doing this. Yeah, they're not, they're they're not doing, doing it like this. Yeah, this is this was cute. Um, and I feel like that had, some of that had to be designer. Right? Some of that, yeah. had to be, that was really nice. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I agree. I don't, I don't, we don't get costume design like this anymore. Um, mm -hmm. No, I feel like, for little kids. Yeah, and yeah. But I, I, I like what you said earlier, Shannon, about how, you know, we don't, we don't, we really don't see preteens in, in television or movies anymore. And yeah. I, I really appreciate Disney, um, you know, I, I really, I'm really thankful that I grew up like in the time, in the time I that I grew up because we got so much good content. I feel like I was so, and am still so inspired by all of the stuff, all the movies and shows that I loved growing up. Like we had Get a Clue, we had Xenon, we had That's a Raven, we had Lizzie McGuire, we had the Lizzie McGuire movie, we had Cheetah Girls, we had um, Raven's music career. Like we had so much good content and like so many like cool people to look up to. Um, and there was, you know, a lot of diversity too. Um, it wasn't and, perfect. It was not. Yeah, perfect, it, it was not perfect by any means. But I appreciate um, it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was great growing up. You know, and seeing Raven Simone and Eddie. Oh no, fuck Eddie. Never mind. It, seeing Raven Simone. Oh. Um, you know, just being. You know, Chelsea. Chelsea was awesome too, but just seeing a black woman like, yeah, okay, just like you know, <laughs> being at the star of a show and like. Yeah, she was thick too, and like I was, I, you know, I was chubby back then, and so seeing a, a a beautiful, fuller black woman or you know young woman 
on television, just like owning her body and really herself. Funny. And who was super funny. And could, like, her, com play... her comedy is very yes. strong. <laughs> and she could play so many different characters. We had Dr. Doolittle, we had Cheetah Girls, we had, um, I'm getting a vision. Uh, college, yeah, I'm getting a vision. We had the college road trip movie. We had, um, I mean, I still quote Dr. Doolittle to this day. What am I do without my cell phone? Like, she was so good in Dr. Doolittle. But um, yeah, I, I just really appreciate growing up in a time where we had teenagers being teenagers. You know, we didn't have 25 to 35 year olds playing teenagers on a television show. Uh, Night Not on TV. I'm looking at you. Um, yeah. What'd you say? I said 90210. I'm looking at you. Oh, the new 90210, because I love that show. Yeah. So shout out to Jolie Anna Andretta. You really did your thing. Get a clue, really gave the girls what it was supposed to give. Um, it's 2021, and we're still talking about how awesome the costume design was. So um, thank you for your work. Um, we appreciate it. And yeah, anything else you guys would like to add before we sign off on Dion Davin's report? Um, I want to know where the clothes are so I can <laughs> wear them, please. Yes. I'm actually pissed we did not get the Lizzie McGuire reboot because Gordo was going to wear Doc Martens and we never got that. He was in the 1461s <laughs> in the promo. They taped a couple episodes. I don't know what the drama was, but we never got it. Lindsay, I mean, uh, uh, Lizzie, or sorry, Hillary Duff wanted Lizzie to be a grown ass woman and do grown ass woman stuff. And Disney wanted to be like, no, we want to make it like Raven's Home. Okay. And I support whatever Hillary Duff wanted. I know she's right. Um, yeah. I'm just mad that we never got it. I'm mad that it, it won't happen. Um, you know, that's just my personal frustration. Yeah. But I understand, you know, creative control. Yeah. I, I want what Lizzie wants. She knows. Yeah, period. Okay, so one thing I do want to speak into existence, and I'm glad I'm doing this um, you know, while we're recording. I think it would be really cool if in the future we could have like a six sad capsule collection um with like opening ceremony or top shop or like H and M or something where we like design clothes or like oh a collection similar like inspired by all of the like great costumes design that we've discussed um yes, you know sir. with the films that we've seen and reviewed um i think it would be really cool to have like you know a line or a collection of just like pieces and looks and outfits um that we you know put together that are just like a compilation of all the fucking cool outfits and uh costumes that we've you know, fallen in love with over the course of, you know, doing Six Sad Film Club. I second that. So the green coat with the leopard collar will be there. You tell oh, me. Oh, of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> and you know what? It would even be cool if we gave like all the pieces like names. So we could we could call that like the Shan coat or something. Yes. We need um, a museum. A museum. Yes. Be. Yeah, like a six ad museum. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I just want to I just want a six ad brand. Yeah, I, the sky's the limit, you guys. I have so, so many dreams, so many things that I want for us. Um, but yeah, speaking it, speaking it into existence, um, hopefully we can revisit this episode in the future and be like, you guys, we did it. We did that. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait, I'm having a vision, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, Chelsea, I'm having a vision. Um. <laughs> <laughs> when we're done, when we're done. When we're done, you gotta tell me what's wrong with Eddie. 
Oh, oh so Drex. Yeah, let, Drex. It's just Drex. No. Oh. No. Oh, you know what? It wasn't Eddie. It wasn't Eddie. I'm I'm getting Oh my god, I'm getting my niggas. Corey? Up. No, it's it Eddie. Corey. It was no, I'm talking about I was thinking of Corey cuz Corey just got into to into some Corey? Yeah, there was an article or it came out this week that he was like texting a minor and underage oh girls. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, and I'm well, talking I'm I mean, talking but like, we knew Eddie with the drugs and like he was saying right. wild wild stuff. Right. But like I think that, it was like heart, like meth, like something right. Really yeah. Right. Which is a whole nother conversation, but like the whole Corey texting underage girls. Like I oh used to always god. joke with my young that. Yeah, I used to always joke with my younger brother that he was Corey and um because people used to call him Corey in the house and shit. Um, but now I'm like, oh, gotta cut that out. Never, never referring to him as Corey again. Um, Cause yeah, yeah, that's just absolutely disgusting. And um, just like unforgivable, like, yeah. So fuck him. Yeah. We'll talk more about age differences in Parent Trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So that was Dion Davin's report. Um, let us know what you guys love about this film as far as costume design. Was there like one specific outfit or one specific piece that really just like does it for you? Um, we want to know. So reach out to us. You can go to our, e you can email us at sixsidefilmclub at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on social media. We are at sixsidefilmclub on Twitter and Instagram. All right, so here's how Get a Clue ends. So they make it to this hotel at 2 p.m. They are Mr. Walker's backup, but you know they are not playing it that cool because they are very close close to him. So anyone watching could see that they are his backup. Miss um, mm -hmm. Dawson is at the hotel. Uh, Mr. Goldblum is there. The homeless man with the jacket is there. Mr. Mr. Walker's mom is there. I don't, she's just wandering around for a little bit. I'm not sure exactly who, who summoned her there, but she's there. Miss um, Stern is there. She follows Mr. Goldblum. And uh, Mr. Meany is there. Or Detective Meany. Mr. <laughs> Sheffield is there, yeah. <laughs> and um, we find out, he you know goes up to Mr. Walker. We find out that he is his old boss. And he's the one who set him up. Um, and he wants... He wants all the money back right now. He wants $10 million back right now because he also doesn't know where that $10 million is. Uh, he reaches for Mr. Walker um, and he hears this like crazy feedback because he's wearing a, he's got all that spy gear on him, of course. So he now he knows that he's not by himself, that, that people are with him. He's like, who are you with? Uh, and then, you know, he takes off running. They split up to find Detective Meany. Mr. Mr. Shelfield, I don't know what is what his name. I forgot. We haven't said, we haven't learned his name name yet. Um, so now they're just like running aimlessly through this very expensive hotel. Uh, Jack and Lexi are together. They see uh, De Detective Me in the basement, and this is that scary scene that Dom was mentioning earlier, where he pulls a lever on a pipe, and now the room is filling up with smoke, with unidentifiable smoke. Um, and Lexi is stuck to the pipe by her bracelet. And, uh, you know, at the last minute, Jack helps her out and he gets her out of there. And when they're on the outside, she kisses him on the cheek. Uh, <laughs> and now they hear a muffled scream, but it's in the ladies' locker room. So Lexi goes in there by herself. 
It's like, dude, this is like life or death. You can come with me. But anyway, she goes by herself and uh, she follows the scream. Uh, she sees Miss Dawson is tied up with a face mask on. <laughs> She's tied up, but her pores are amazing. And she got like tricked into coming there by, she got told she got a free spa day or something. Chaos. Um, Lexi turns on a shower and puts Miss Dawson in there and just like leaves her there. Um, now we go back to the homeless man who is wearing the coat that was Mr. Walker's. And it turns out that was a city council member in disguise. Do they do that? They don't do that. Cause if they did that, they would fix more things, right? Anybody who works right. for the government, most people who work for the government don't give a fuck about nobody. They don't, get, they don't care. They don't care. It's all about money, power, and control. Yes. So, you know, he he was pretending to be in poverty for the week. Um, and he's very touched that someone gave him this coat. Assum assumably Mr. Walker gave him this coat. Um, but now he's taking it off. That's done. So uh, Miss Dawson and Mr. Walker reunite. It's very cute. They're like, Hugging each other, Mr. Walker's mom. She was rubbing the fuck out of that bald spot. They love each other. They're in love. Consensual <laughs> adults in love. Nothing is wrong in that situation. Um, Miss Miss Mrs. Walker. That's not her real name, but you know that's easier easy to say now. She's in the room and she's so happy. She's been wanting grandkids. This has been affecting her trajectory. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you know, so she. Cause he had to like change his whole life, like go undercover and like couldn't have, couldn't start a family. Um, so yeah, they're in the tea room and like all the kids run in and the security like runs in after them. So they just pretend to be with, with uh, Mrs. Walker, the mom. Uh, they see Detective Meany and Jack pushes a cart into him so that a whole cake knocks him over. It's beautiful. Very Disney, <laughs> very, very sweet life. I feel like that would happen on that show. Um, He's arrested. Mr. Goldblum and Ms. Stern got together, and it turns out that they were both rejected by Mr. Walker and Ms. Dawson. So now they, like, found solace in each other, and they love each other. <laughs> okay. Two consenting adults. That's fine. Um, Lexi's dad is there. He was he was watching the, the city council homeless thing. Uh, and they want to arrest Mr. Walker as well, because where is this $10 million? Um, and he's like, gee, I wish I could tell you where it is. <laughs> he's like, very like, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then Lexi notices, uh, Mr. Walker's mom's brooch. And she's like, where did you get that ugly? I mean, beautiful <laughs> brooch. So, you know, she's like, I found it at the bank in a paper bag. And you know, it turns out that this is a ten million dollar canary diamond that uh, the boss uh, he took the ten million dollars, turned it into this brooch. I don't know who do you give ten million dollars to? <laughs> who? How? Okay, he gave ten million dollars to someone for this diamond, and he was going to get that money back. I don't understand how that works. How do you get it back? How do you get the ten million back? Because it was ugly, right? So how do you get it back? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so that's where the money is. It's in that brooch. Uh, but someone pocketed the $10 million. That's what I'm saying. But I don't know. Oh, true. Uh, <laughs> whoever sold this ugly brooch. Uh, it's the diamond. Okay, I get it. It's the diamond. But like, 
So you just take this diamond to someone and they're going to give you $10 million? I, I don't know how that works. Like, does it depreciate? Well, she it's said it's like a super rare diamond. It's like one of like not many. But um, like, wait, um, I mean, that still doesn't is explain how it all <laughs> works. How the like, the yeah, I like, mean. That is a stone. Maybe that's why they gave us so many good outfits so we wouldn't question too much of the, the, the money situation. A rock. I, still, I, don't, I don't understand how a rock is worth like one person working 50 lifetimes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. Um, but anyways, the two teachers get married and uh, oh, uh, Lexi gets uh, Jake, Jack, some bowling shoes. And that is how <laughs> this movie Which is. Which is so cute and thoughtful. <laughs> yeah, he likes bowling. He said that earlier. Yeah. He got him some bowling shoes. Um, they just got the peck on the cheek. That's it, because, you know, Disney original. Yes. Um, but, you know, she likes him. That's sweet. And that's how, the, you know, they get married and blah, blah. Yay. That's how this movie ends. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> Before we get, uh, did you guys have anything to say about the ending? Y'all are cool with the chaos? Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with the ending. I will, or maybe I should say this for another episode, but like Lindsay Lohan's characters, except in Parent Trap, which thank God, <laughs> like always have to have a romantic interest at the end. <laughs> She's Oh, you're right. But, but I liked it in this movie because like at least they were a good they, like we were saying at the beginning, yeah. we had a good partnership and you respect that a lot. Yeah. Disney movies had romantic interests pretty much. Did she have one in life size? Yes. Oh, okay, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Not the hiss. They're like, here. <laughs> but that's for another. Yeah, someone yeah. avoid the football team, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, that's how this movie ended. Um, we are loving Julie Lo. We've got some more Lindsay Lohan movies for your ass. We are yep. excited. Um, so we're gonna we play, on your ass like freckles. yeah, like <laughs> like <laughs> freckles. Um, we are gonna play a little game called Seven Degrees of Heaven. It is Dom's tur turn to torture us. He is going to name a celebrity. I, um, excuse me, a cast member, a cast member from this movie, and we have to connect them to a random celebrity in seven degrees or less. Me and Annie. Yes. Whenever you're ready, Dom. Alrighty, are you guys ready? No. Ready. <laughs> well, let me Is give it, you a. Okay. Uh huh. Is it Brenda Song? Um, no. It's not. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not. So because um, it's Lindsay's birthday, we have to honor our queen. We have to honor the woman who raised us, y'all. So, today, we are going to be connecting Lindsay Lohan, the Lindsay Lohan, to the Lady Gaga. Oh my god, no, wait, okay. Think about it, think about it. It's not as hard as it seems, I promise. Hmm. Okay, I may need a hint, I may require a hint. If you um, do, use my phone, and that is your yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the hint that I will give you, um, it's going to be a broad hint. So use that noggin of yours. I know you ladies are smart. Um, grindhouse. <laughs> grindhouse is the hint. 
The movie? The movie, the double feature. I didn't see that. Okay, Death Proof. I know, I know, I know. But just think Quentin Tarantino, Fuck. Robert Rodriguez. I don't even know if this counts, but uh, Lindsay Lohan was in Mean Girls, right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> and Aaron Samuels and... Um, the, or the actor, you know, and the actor that played Damien were both guest hosts on RuPaul's Drag Race, and Gaga was also a guest of RuPaul's Drag Race. Does that count? It can. I <laughs> like at that. At the same time. <laughs> I like that. because no, Lady Listen, Gaga I'm a feminist. I'm going to tell that. a woman she's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I can get that from Brittany. Okay, Lindsay, Lindsay hung out with Brittany in Paris. Brittany. Brittany, uh... Does Britney have a song with Destiny's Child? Or I want to um, No. Okay, Britney has some Dark Child songs. Britney has, yes. Dark Child has produced some songs for Britney. Dark Child has produced some songs for Destiny's Child. Beyonce has a song with Lady Gaga video phone. That's how I'm going. <laughs> hey, that's a way. You did Thank it. Thank you. You did it. Um, I will share the way that I um, yes. went. Tell us, friend. So, so the hint was Grindhouse, uh, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez um, through Grindhouse, because I know you guys haven't seen the double feature yet, but there are fake trailers for movies that didn't exist at the time. One of those trailers being Machete. Machete ended up becoming an actual movie that Robert Rodriguez did. Lindsay Lohan was in Machete. Oh, there shit. Was, yeah, there was a sequel to Machete called Machete Kills, and Lady Gaga was in that one. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so that was the, that was the connection there. Yeah, was Lady, Lady Gaga was in, I'm sorry, Lady Gaga was in which one? The sequel, Machete Kills. Oh, shit. There's probably mm -hmm. a way through Ashton Kutcher, too, because Lindsay Lohan was on that 70s show, and Ashton Kutcher knows a lot of people. She that was? Hates. She was when she was dating Wilmer Valderrama. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm sure Ashton has punched, punked, punched, oh God, punked <laughs> someone related to Lady Gaga, if not Akon, because Akon was Oh, Lady I should have did Lindsay to Thimmy Lovato. Oh shit. Is it Wilmer? Huh? Okay. Is it, it Wilmer? Just, yeah, it just would have been Vilmer. Okay. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> that was a good one, though. That was a good uh -huh. one. For a long time. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank that was a good one. That was okay, a really I'm good sorry. one. Thank you. All right. I'm like still trying to think of ways. Right, like, <laughs> I don't feel like I got it right. But also, okay. I know you guys have a lot of homework already, but um, because you haven't seen Machete or Machete Kills um, or uh, the second Grindhouse film, uh, uh, what uh, Planet Terror, I highly recommend those three films. Okay. Yeah, yeah. no, I do. I don't watch them. I do. Big fan of Robert Rodriguez. Okay. Uh, well, guys, that was this week's episode. Check out our Instagram and Twitter at Six Sad Film Club to find out what movie we're doing next. We'll see you next time for another episode of Sad <laughs> Film Club. <laughs>